coming up on episode 59 of Anchor Persons. Space Force. The future is all that and a shortage of chips. Like hockey, but watchable. <sighs> Another Joe Rogan story. What's news? Stay tuned to learn, ladies and gentlemen. This is Anchor Persons. From the south and east of the Northwest, the land of trees and rivers, now in 60 Shades of Grey, it's Anchor Persons with Gene and Greg Person. Featuring sports, emotional weather, food crime, the podcast shopping network, and more. Anchors weigh you down. Cut loose with your news. Here's Gene and Greg. Good evening, wherever you are, whoever you are, and welcome to Anchor Persons. I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. No relation. Anchor Persons is a news show for people who don't like news shows by people who do not like news shows. We sure as hell don't. Let's get right into tonight's story beats. Kid Rock has announced he'll cancel any tour dates at venues with COVID protocols. So if you buy tickets, you might be getting bonus tickets to spend some time in Kid Rock's honky-tonk rock and roll ICU. Wordle has been sold to the New York Times for a sum in the low seven figures, with creator Josh Wardle commenting, Fuck you, Greg Person. Doesn't really affect me because I subscribe to the Times Puzzle app anyway, but... Well, it's just... I, I, I don't blame the guy for cashing in. I'm not I'm not actually mad at him. He created sure. something people like get paid, live your life. But yeah. I'm I'm preemptively mad at the New York Times because although that they've said that for at least a little while it will not be behind a paywall, it of course right. eventually will be. But the the funny thing is is that's gonna kill it off. Right. And that's going to be gone. That's yeah. the thing is it won't be a phenomenon anymore if not everybody can participate in it. Part of part of how it became the phenomenon was how easy it was to share and how easy it was to access. So, yeah. The Michigan-based Meyer chain of stores is going to be handing out free N95 face masks to customers soon. Our advice? Take a really, really good long look at the box those masks are coming out of. The masks are not supposed to be brown, folks. Make sure they're not covered in shit. At a minimum, actress Cara Delevingne reports that she is manifesting having a baby. So if you know anyone who might be struggling to conceive, ask them if they've tried manifesting. Scientists have been able to successfully regrow a frog's amputated legs, which could potentially help out my good friend Jeremiah, who lost a leg while driving drunk. Jeremiah had a thing for wine, you see. And he always had a mighty fine wine. I don't know why you even liked that guy. I never understood a single word he said. (laughs) A Swedish company is training crows to pick up cigarette butts because apparently training humans was too hard. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has tested positive for COVID-19. The Prime Minister insists that he is feeling fine and that this will not interfere with any of his plans for dressing in blackface. A huge snapping turtle was found roaming the sewers of Baltimore and is scheduled to be released into the wild, leaving the city defenseless against the Foot Clan. Oh, that's really, really good. Moderna has launched a clinical trial of a vaccine for HIV using mRNA technology. Don't expect HIV to be eradicated, however, because people have goddamn rights! (laughs) 
A man in southern India is accused of setting a bank on fire after his loan was denied, a course of action we would never condone for any reason. Wink. Thank you. But enough about the news. It's main news. I have a story I really want to talk about. You all know that I love the Space Force. They uh-huh. are they are our bravest. <laughs> our, our, our bravest and definitely realist branch of the military. Um, Certainly. Mm-hmm. Th- there is a, an article on military.com, uh, which is a military news blog, um, titled, Space Force, is that real? Guardians still struggling with an unconvinced public. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I also love that they're called Guardians because that's definitely a normal thing and not something that they literally took from Guardians of the Galaxy. Just trying right. to steal some cheap heat from Marvel. And by Dude, the way, everything, everything about Space Force is like borrowed from sci-fi. It's, they're, it's they're, unbelievable. Their fucking logo is the Star Trek logo. It really is. It's just the Star Trek logo. Their their uniforms are the Battlestar Galactica uniforms. I know. It's nuts. So yeah, no, Space Force is Space Force is real. Um, uh-huh. But <laughs> what occasioned this story in uh, on military.com was a Space Force captain uh, was trying to get the uh, baggage fee waived, which is something that Spirit Airlines will do for active duty service members. Okay. And, and so he so, wanted his military discount. Right. So he showed his Space Force ID and the the clerk at the airline was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I love this story. It is pretty great. And it goes into the larger problem of the fact that uh, people don't believe in space force they just they just don't believe in it yeah it's it's amazing it, it is a little disheartening i think that so many americans don't recognize the i don't know underappreciated branches of the mili- military i personally have family in the milk force <laughs> Milk. What is Milk Force? Tell me about that. It's one of the more secretive branches of the military. Mm-hmm. Some uh, white ops kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm they, <laughs> I, I don't know all of the details. I just know that they make they make up 2% of all military enlistees. But I, they pack a whole lot of punch. Now, I heard that they were also in involved in the uh, Bay of Cows invasion. Is that true? Yeah, I I don't know. I'll have to consult. I'll have to skim some of the materials. It's really good. That my family member has. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah. And then I can and then I can weigh in on the matter. Oh shit. You're on fire today. <laughs> well, I want to I want to um, to pull this quote from this story cuz it's really funny. In the moment, I was flabbergasted, said the officer. First of all, were you? Were you flabbergasted? (laughs) How are you flabbergasted? You were a captain in the Space Force. Said the officer, who spoke to Military.com on condition of anonymity for fear of reprisal by Space Force superiors. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Oh my god. If, if Darth Vader ever finds out about this, you are fucked. <laughs> this is the perfect story. You're gonna get force choked, my man. Right. Uh, returning to his quote, we tried to take it on methodically and convince him that Space Force was real. How? <laughs> like, you have feel like I feel like anything you say at that point is just going to make it further seem like it's not real. Right. You, you haven't managed to convince 375 million Americans and you're going to do it for this guy. That is a hell of a story. That, that is a good great? find, my friend. Yeah, I was really pleased because, well, you know, I love Space Force. Of course. And then, of course. The rest of the story is just all about how nobody believes in Space Force. <laughs> right. Oh, man. I'm just going to think about my uh, my cousin who's in the U.S. Gravy. That's really good. Oh, mm. you know, come to think of it, I have a cousin in the Toast Guard. Maybe those... Oh, nice. Yeah, those two should get together. Last thing I want to say about the Space Force is the mm -hmm. funniest thing about it is that it only exists because <laughs> the best president of all time, Donald J. Trump, <laughs> just decided that there should be a space force and then a whole bunch of people who had spent their lives believing mm -hmm. that it was their duty to defend America had to go and pretend that it was a real thing. <laughs> and... Now they have to continue to pretend it's real for the rest of their lives. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Delightful. It's, I mean, I, I do honestly feel bad for the members of Space Force. <laughs> A little bit. You have to. So this is, this is my, uh, my, my new boyfriend, John. And what do you do, John? Well, I'm a, I'm a cadet with Space Force. Like instantly laughter. Instantly. Well, and you're laughing now, but when the Cylons do show up, and they will show up. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So my uh, my big story is, you know, you've heard probably several times in the media by now that uh, there is a global shortage of silicon chips. It's, it's part of why game consoles are hard to get right now, part of why, you know the auto market is a little weird. Apparently it's going to get worse because, because of U S China relations, the U S policy keeps kind of poking at China, the, like trying to frame them as the next big villain. And, you know, China's not innocent in anything, but they're, they're hardly the next big villain, but their relationship with Taiwan is, uh, is what could potentially threaten our supply of chips. Cause we don't make anything in this country anymore. Well, frankly, there's only one kind of chips that I care about Gene. And as long as they're still stocking Juanitas at my local grocery store. Oh, I'm I love Juanitas. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing better. And like people from other parts of the country don't know what they're missing. So it's borderline cruel to even talk about it. Yeah. But I mean, so and and like China now, you know the if you listen to the the talking heads on Capitol Hill, y y I mean you'd be convinced that this is like a communist paradise. But it the China that that we have now is 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 almost more capitalist than America in a lot of ways. 
Well, yeah, and, it's just state-run capitalism is all it is. Right. And so it's it, it's not Mao's China, you know? Well, and even Mao's China is, is not necessarily the place <laughs> I'd want to kick China. It. Right. But, that's, that's true. My thinking, though, is like it's pretty interesting that there's this big scramble and this big... Um, this huge amount of finger pointing that's going on with China and U.S. relations with Taiwan and China are strained because of U.S. because of the U.S. relations with with China. It it's interesting that we pretty much signed off on all of this under you know various trade deals over time. The fact that we that we still allow companies to, I'm going to go into like an isolationist ranch and then that's not what I intend to do, but well, but I, I definitely understand the impulse because, um, you know, these kinds of, I mean, this is an inevitable consequence of globalism. Right. So what, what, what are the politicians doing about it? Well, they've introduced a bill that would dedicate $52 billion in funding for domestic semiconductor production, which is something, but that's all going to go to names that already exist like Intel. And are they going to follow every dollar that's spent to make sure that it's actually spent on domestic production? I just don't, I don't see that being feasible, especially if they, they can't afford, if, if, if they can't find you know, the, uh, an, an iPad to, to keep track of all of it because there's no microchips. Oh, that's a good point. You're going to need computers to build the computers. Anyway, Intel is a little behind the curve on what they're working with right now. And, and basically what they're saying is that they have not yet built chips successfully that can rival the five nanometer product that is out there. The Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, I, I should have read this article more thoroughly, while it's concentrated in, in Asian countries, is opening a plant in Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, the, the heartland of America's technology industry, Phoenix, Arizona. Well, you know. And Intel has announced plans to invest $20 billion in, in uh, two more chip factories in Ohio. So th they're not anywhere near the, the technology that this Taiwanese company is able to make in terms of their chip is not as thin. It's not as powerful. And uh, when asked about it, Al Thompson, the vice president of us government relations, we're on track to be making leading edge chips here within the next couple of years. Well, a couple of years is a long time. That's a really the... long time in, in yeah. Under Moore's law. Well, but I'll say this though, for American chips, Mm -hmm. You can't beat that crunch. Oh, yeah. Super good. Super good. Just the right amount of salt. So if you're wondering why you can't pick up an Xbox Series X, it's because of all this business. Well, I hadn't even known they'd come out with a new Xbox. As long as I can still play Mass Effect and Skyrim on my old machine, like I need nothing else from the world, honestly. Well, and it's not that dramatic an improvement, really. Um, I, I feel like at this point, investing in next-gen gaming is going to offer some kind of diminishing returns, not in terms of like graphical quality or whatever, because there's always leaps to be taken there, but 
because of the way they're doing games anymore, you don't even need that big machine to to play a game. Like with 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 the Xbox Game Pass, you can play Xbox games on your phone with the right attachments. It's pretty incredible. Well, and at least for the next couple of weeks, I'll still be able to play Wordle on my phone, so I got that going for me. Okay, let's move um, on to the next story. Let's do... Um, now, you might have heard about this already, Gene, because you're a hockey fan, as we know. Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of a, a small-time team called the Danbury Trashers? Yes, I have. And did you hear about how um, Jimmy Galante, former owner of the Danbury Trashers, uh, got in some legal trouble for illegally controlling the garbage industry? I did not. I mean, he, yeah, no, nah, he was he was totally he was totally mobbed up. Uh, the team was disbanded after Jimmy Galante was arrested and indicted on charges related to unfairly controlling the garbage industry, and sentenced to eighty-seven months in prison. Hmm. So that's like a great Sopranos-esque plot line, but um, that's yeah, it's an interesting story in and of itself. So the the Danbury Trashers. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What I know about them is they're like a team of goons. They're like they're all about that fighting. Right. Exactly. That is exactly right, Gene. Um, this was a team that was famous for fighting on the ice, which is not a super uncommon thing in hockey, but these guys really went all in on it that was like the only thing that they did Mm -hmm. but now the galantes have teamed up again with a promotional group to create a new combat sport that takes fighting to the ice it's called (laughs) it's called ice wars it's going to be held starting in spring of this year supposedly and it's just going to be the fighting part of hockey. That's interesting. I have I graduated with someone in high school who is who is uh, a member of the Ice Force. <laughs> well, listen. Yeah, he enlisted right out of school. They 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 paid for like forty five thousand dollars of his of his university. But didn't we already have the Navy SEALs? Were they not competent? for the ice stuff well they keep creating these new branches of the military i'm gonna keep celebrating them you know our our Im- <laughs> no i would i would feel never. like you don't support the troops here greg and god i love the troops i love them so much <laughs> <laughs> our, our brave guardians and what are what are the uh, what are the service members of the ice force called well i mean i, I believe my my friend from high school who enlisted I, I think he went in as a uh, private sickle <laughs> and worked his way up to, I, I believe at the time that he, he left the ice force, he was at least a Sergeant sickle. Our brave fighting snowmen and snow women of the ice force. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. So ice wars. Yes. And, and AJ Galante says, Ice Wars will not be one and done. We are basically creating a new combat sport. Now, they're not elaborating on any of this. It feels a little American Gladiators meets XFL to me. Which is dope. I love it when people create insane new sports and sports leagues and and just try to go for it. I mean, American Gladiators was the greatest show ever made. That's not true. But, okay. Dude, if... 
If you don't want to see a school teacher get his mobility permanently ruined because his knee was torn out of the socket by some juiced up Malibu muscle head, like, I don't know what to tell you. That's as good as TV ever got. Okay. That's better. I mean, I'm not saying it's not good TV. I'm just saying it's not the best that TV has had to offer us. American Gladiators is better the than good The Good Place Wyatt. is the best that TV has had to offer us. I mean, The Good Place is great. I love The Good Place. I watch it all the time. But if you told me that I could have my mind wiped of, of every memory of The Good Place to have American Gladiators still be on the air 30 years later, I'd probably take you up on that. Wow. Yeah, I, I, okay. wanna, I, I want more Gladiators. And I'm so glad that I can find them now on Pluto. This episode brought to you by Pluto. It's like TV, but worse. <laughs> All right, my 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 next story. So I mean, I'm sure everyone has been following the saga of Neil Young leaving Spotify over Joe Rogan's misinformation, and then Joni Mitchell following suit. Joe Rogan had responded to that because I guess he's a big Neil Young fan, saying that he would he would do his best to make sure he researched the topics and try harder to get people with differing opinions, which is I, this guy doesn't necessarily buy into the moon landing is why is, why is he this authority on anything? He, he was a reality TV star. He was the host of a crappy, crappy game show. Well, I can, I can tell you, Gene, if you really want to know. Okay. Um, see the thing about Joe Rogan, Gene, Mm -hmm. he's not he's not the authority because people don't come to him for authoritative answers they come to him because he's an avatar he is them he is a dumb guy and he will happily admit that he's a dumb guy this is one of the things that i admire about joe rogan is that Mm -hmm. he does not think that he's particularly smart or knowledgeable or able to understand anything about the world we live in. Now, okay, the, well, we agree on that. Right, and, and the downside is that anybody comes on his show and his brain is just completely... You know that old saying, if your mind is too open, your brain will fall out? Sure. Well, his brain fell out years ago. The last thing that anybody said to him is what he will believe. And... In that, he resembles most Americans, and that is why he has such a big audience. Makes so, sense. Okay. Yeah. just He's a dumb guy for dumb guys, and that's cool. Like, dumb guys need somebody, too. Sure, as long as it's not actively, you know, harming people. Yeah, and in but... this case, I feel like COVID misinformation, like, super harms people. Because we're still dealing with this pandemic and had... We not had all this vaccine misinformation out there. We would be on the tail end of this a long time ago. I mean, I totally agree with you, but the people chose the dumb guy. I I know. I know. In more ways than one. Right. Exactly. Exactly right. That's people. It's like it's like Ambrose Spears said. Democracy is the principle that the people uh, will vote for what they want and deserve to get it good and hard. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much exactly what happens. They're they're voting with their earbuds for Joe Rogan, and 
to Neil Young, I think Joe should just say, old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. Hmm. That's a Neil Young word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Are all the rich people are smoking toad venom now? No, I hadn't heard anything about this. Okay, well, apparently this is the latest trend uh, among the the uh, wealthy goop set. Read about mm-hmm. this in, I think it was the New Yorker, talking about the fact that um, the rich people now are are smoking DMT to find themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, DMT, as I'm sure that you know, Gene, because you're a little bit of a psychonaut in days of yore, uh, mm-hmm. is an incredibly powerful hallucinogen. Um, short acting, but man, it is strong stuff. And yeah, like from what I from what I gather, you see God for like thirty seconds, right? And um, so to see to see all these, uh, you know, Park Avenue dipshits just completely tripping their faces off and mm-hmm. feeling like they've had a profound experience is uh, was amusing to me. Um, there was an article in the New Yorker about it. If anybody wants to look up uh, New Yorker DMT or whatever, uh, we're not going to link to it because who cares. But mm-hmm. um, the one thing that it did make me think of, though, speaking of the good place, was okay. um, do you remember the scene when and for those of you who haven't seen it, what's wrong with you? Go watch it. But bad person Eleanor is in the good mm-hmm. place trying to become a good person. And her mentor teacher explains to her that it's going to take a lot of work and effort and study and time. And she mm-hmm. says, is there a pill I could take? Or something I could vape. <laughs> and by this, we're meant to understand that she is a shallow, stupid person, unconcerned with her own salvation. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that there are literally people trying to vape their way into becoming better people just right. amuses me no end. Yeah. Yeah. Super funny. Well, I'm I'm sure you're familiar with the... Uh... A gentleman by the name of Punxsutawney Phil. I am. I am, yeah. Uh, this morning he has seen his shadow, declaring six more weeks of winter. Which is interesting because here in Oregon, it's feeling downright springy. It's balmy up in this bitch, and that scares me because that means fire season's going to start in April. But did you know that there's another famous groundhog? No, I did not. By definition, then he's not famous because I never heard in the town of Milltown, New Jersey. There is another groundhog prognosticator called Milltown Mel or there was. Because apparently he just died. Hmm. Natural causes or do they suspect foul play? I I believe it was natural causes. He uh, he was very old from what I gather. So he didn't see that coming. Right. He did not see it coming. Um, I guess, I guess they're going to get, get to work on wrangling a new, a new groundhog mascot for uh, Milltown. Apparently there are other seasonal predicting animals, um, including Dunkirk, Dave, Staten Island, Chuck, and uh, Buckeye Chuck in Marion, Ohio. Well, you know, in, uh, in Germany, it's a badger that predicts the weather. So apparently uh, men are creating AI girlfriends and you know what they do with them after they create them? They verbally abuse them. That's right. 
you know what's that's so, exactly right you know what's so funny is i was going to talk about that one too because i saw it and i was like oh god if that's not the human condition it really is it's it's so sad i mean on the one hand it's ai is not real computers are not your friends and the sooner we all accept that the happier we're going to be as a species but that's true but on the other it paints a, a pretty vivid portrait of what you know a human male will do if consequences are removed from the equation yeah i mean if if you told them hey this computer program feels the pain of your abuse it would make it worse right it's so depressing to me yeah uh, no I, I read that article and i was bummed out for like an hour it but <laughs> it really tells so, Paul. So I'm glad I brought it up here on our comedy podcast. <laughs> well, but that's kind of, that's the hard spot we're in, right? Because we got to make right. jokes. You got to laugh or you'll cry. And so we choose to make jokes about the news, but the news yeah. is not by and large good. Okay. Have you ever seen, you know, you, you did your hockey story. Have you ever seen like a really big, massive melee of people? Yes. Yes, I have. Well, in Pennsylvania, at a Golden Corral, a fight broke out involving 40 people over steak. Okay, I I think I know where you're going, but you got to walk me through this one. What happened here? Okay, so there were two parties waiting in line for the steak, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody cut, and then... You know, I guess it was taking a long time to get the steaks out there. They, they did not have a lot of supply of steak at this particular Golden Corral. And uh, one party, you know, took exception to the cutting or something. Someone spoke out to them or something. And then just a fight broke out over this steak shortage. Well, but this is a buffet. Right. You're not going to get a good steak. Right. I mean, it's a buffet. You're not going to get a good anything. Right. But buffet food is cafeteria food. But I guess, you know, in Pennsylvania, you know, y you don't want to be the one to uh, to miss out on that steak because that, my friend, would be a mistake. That's pretty good. I'll, I'll, I'll allow that one. Yeah. So how many people were involved? 40, 40 people were involved in this battle. They were throwing punches and chairs. That's great. I I might have seen a fight about that big. I once saw a fight at a punk show at a church that got mm -hmm. uh, about that rowdy. I don't know if there were 40 people involved in that fight, though. Yeah, 40 people is it's a lot for a fight. Well, is it is it like an old timey Old West thing where one guy throws a punch and it hits another guy and then that guy punches another guy and then... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I presume, like, I have to assume that's how it happened, like an old slapstick routine. Right. It's just mislaid punches. Until... And then suddenly get you a pie for the great pie fight. Exactly. Oh, oh, and they're at a golden corral, so there were probably pies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I lost a friend who was on the front lines in the, uh, the steak force. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's. That's a goddamn tragedy. All of our sirloins and mamloins in the steak force. Yeah. Sirloins and mamloins. You like that one? 
I do. I do. It's fine. <laughs> so a, uh, a robot has performed a laparoscopic surgery without human help. Yeah, I'm against it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, immediately afterwards, the, doc- the doctor turned to the robot and was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I did not realize that the robot and the doctor were dating. <laughs> um, I guess in four experiments, issue. these all involve pig tissue, not human tissue. The robot uh, was able to suture two ends of intestine, which is one of the most intricate and delicate tasks in abdominal surgery. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah, but don't make robot surgery an option, because if that's the cheap one, that's what I'm going to get. And I don't know that the robot surgery is going to be the cheap one. Well, you couldn't possibly want the robot surgery over the human surgery. It's like putting on auto drive on your Tesla. You're playing with your own life. I don't think it's quite like that. I think I think there is probably the ability for I mean, I'm sure there's observation by a doctor and the possibility of them to shut it down and intervene. Then again, you know, every movie where the robots <laughs> become the fighting robot menace uh, starts with that assumption. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Anyone who ever said, well, if they get out of hand, we can always turn it off. What happened? He's the first one to fucking die. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not optimistic. Speaking of Tesla, though, did you hear that Tesla has programmed its uh, full auto drive <laughs> function to roll through stop signs? To roll right through stop signs. Yeah. yeah. They're recalling like a bunch of vehicles. But they programmed it to do that. On I know. purpose. That was a choice that they made. Well, uh, under some circumstances, they programmed it to do that on purpose. But yeah, they, they made that decision. Fucking. Which, God damn it. You know, it's. Mm, mm, never, mm-hmm. any, anytime I think about Tesla, it makes me mad. So we'll move on. Did, uh, did you hear that the uh, Texas Butterfly Park, the National Butterfly Center, uh, had to close the other day because QAnon uh, believed that they were a center for human trafficking? Oh, Jesus. Really? Yes. Well, because see, the National Butterfly Center is right on the Texas-Mexico border. And this was a big mm. controversy when they were building the wall, which, by the way, if folks, if you haven't been paying attention... Uh, Joe Biden is still building Trump's wall. So, yeah, yeah, yep. he is. It, it, you know, you know why that that center is is down there, right? Because because all of the beautiful mariposas, they, I mean, they make the yeah, journey. from it's, it's the migratory path of monarch butterflies. That's why there's a yeah, butterfly they, center there. But right. But um, they believe the QAnon people believe that this center that's on the border is actually a secret uh, smuggling depot for child trafficking. And so they they were going to show up in a caravan and they were going to shut that place down by any means necessary. I mean, it's so crazy that they care so much about children when they were fully in support of a candidate who put kids in cages. Not that the other candidate doesn't do that, too, because he certainly does. But it's this weird postured morality that I don't understand. Well, I, I, you know, you know, I guess the kids that are in cages are all brown. 
Right. So there's that. Right. And and that's that's the important thing is that somewhere a white child may be harmed. Right. We got, we got to do something. And QAnon's never going to wait. Even when even when Trump dies, they're never going to believe that he's dead. He's going to be. He's going to be their King Arthur. He's going to be their Jesus. He will come back for them. So given who we we suspect enlisted in the Space Force, I'm wondering, because I saw a new story that uh, they're going to be kicking a bunch of military off the ranks. They're going to be discharging them uh, because they're not, they, they refuse to get vaccinated. I wonder if Space Force is even going to be a thing in a year. Well... I don't think it's a thing now, so I, I can't really. <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a fair point. All right. Well, I think I think we've hit enough main news here. Yeah, we, we covered a lot of ground today. Greetings, gentle listeners. If you enjoy this podcast, you may also like Brose, a mirthy talk show starring four bros who sip wine and consider questions submitted by you, the audience, about current events, pop culture, and which Muppet you should get tattooed on your back. Subscribe to Brose wherever you get your podcasts. That's B. R-O-S-E. Brose, the podcast for those who drink rosé. Well, as food becomes more scarce, people are falling into two camps. We're not going to acknowledge the cannibals, so this week, Greg and Gene are back with more touching tips on meatless cooking. Tofu is really great at absorbing flavors, provided it's the flavor of bean curd. If you're nervous about trying fake meat for the first time, Remember that it, too, is absolutely loaded with saturated fat. If you shift to meatless eating and you want to keep your protein levels up, invest in some simethicone. If you tell your uncle you're vegan and he picks up some turkey burgers just for you so you can enjoy the family cookout, you don't have to eat them, but by God, you gotta love him for trying. If you're in a hurry, you can simulate the experience of eating bacon by swallowing a teaspoon of table salt and injecting some lard into your bloodstream. Remember that no matter what happens, no matter where your dietary journey takes you, you never have to eat tofurkey. All right, let's move on to the emotional weather. This week's emotional weather worked, twerked, and jerked. My story for worked in these interesting times when suddenly terrible employers are getting easier and easier to spot based on whether or not they can fill open positions. I recommend checking out the subreddit r slash nobody wants to work where they call out these employers. To piggyback on what Gene just said, it behooves us to remember that nobody does want to work. We're forced mm-hmm. to. And if you can make do without it, I salute you. All right. My twerked weather as of this writing I, Gene Person, am still unable to twerk. There's there's some uh, motor function that I just don't have. Uh, to piggyback on Gene's twerking progress, I can't twerk either, but we'll see how it goes with those frogs. All right, my jerked story. In 2001, one of the original Xbox team, Seamus Blackley, nearly got fired after saying gaming is like masturbating. In context, the quote was, gaming is like masturbation. Everybody does it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Still, he wasn't wrong then. And that's not where the parallels stop. They both involve pressing buttons. True. Wiggling the old joystick. Sometimes you got to take it out and blow on it and put it back in. Sometimes you got to, you got to concentrate on what's on the screen and not even think about what your hand is doing. (laughs) And sometimes you just have to get good. Sometimes you just have to get good. For my jerked weather, nowadays we've all heard that regular masturbation has a ton of health benefits, 
but do you need there to be? It's easy, it's free, it's a lot of fun. Just go for it. Yeah. All right. Every star on the flag is a check of promises written by the founding fathers on an account that was already overdrawn. And so we present State Up, our weekly review of all 50 states in the Union. This week, we present facts about South Dakota. Okay. South Dakota was originally called Undercota. South Dakota's official state slogan is Great Places, Happy Faces, which I think makes the state of South Dakota an Applebee's. The capital of South Dakota, Pierre, has a whole 14,000 people in it, and they all sleep in the same big bed. (laughs) If you're looking for South Dakota and have trouble finding it, I recommend just visiting North Dakota and then going down. Gordon Ramsay is secretly from South Dakota, but people have been killed to keep that secret. So watch out. The highest point in the state of South Dakota was probably while Deadwood was still on the air. Our final segment tonight, as every week, is called Person to Person in Person, where we share your valuable feedback with our audience. I say valuable feedback because we would treat it like absolute gold if we had any. We also don't have any gold. As always, I'd like to give a shout out to the bros at Brose and to our voiceover artist, Adam West, who you can find on Fiverr at his website, awestprod.com. And of course, thank you. Thank you, our loyal listeners. Thank you, Tims, our sister brother wives. You guys are the guardians of our hearts in that <laughs> we, we're not 100% sure you're real, but we love you just the same. Folks, that's all the news the persons have for you tonight. Would you like a haiku written about the topic of your choice? Send your topic and the anchor persons might just make that happen. Gene and Greg love your feedback and there are so many ways to give it to them. Send them an email, anchorpersonspodcast at gmail.com. Find them on Twitter, at AnchorPersons, or visit their website, AnchorPersonsPodcast.com, where you can leave an audio message via SpeakPipe, as well as find full episodes of the show, blog posts, and more. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or the podcatcher of your choice, or simply tell a friend. Until next time... This is Gene Person saying you should always end a comedy set with a callback. And this is Greg Person saying... Sirloins and mamloins. Good night. Are you planning on going to college? Are you not independently wealthy? Well, unless you plan on being in debt for the rest of your life, consider service in the Milk Force. The Milk Force is an elite unit of fighting men and women who boast the strongest bones and teeth of any branch of the military. Their mission? Feeding babies around the world. 
making coffee taste better, and cutting-edge dairy-based combat. The Milk Force isn't for the faint of heart. Join now and get gallons of money toward your college tuition and a free mustache. Be one of the thickest and the creamiest. Join the Milk Force today.